Welcome back to another episode of What's the Scuttlebutt. Today is going to be our NBA Finals preview. So, And before we start that talk, uh, let's just talk about our reactions to the Conference Finals. Harold, give me give me your reaction. Um, well, on the Lakers side, I'm not really surprised. I think <clears throat> uh, I think we all expected the Lakers to win. It was just a matter of how many games. And, um, you know, they're not the Clippers, obviously. So they got the job done in five games. And on the other side, I am a little surprised. I wanted the Celtics to win. I felt like that was going to be a better matchup personally. But the Heat are definitely still a solid team. I think the Heat are a great team. And they're definitely going to take one game from the Lakers, maybe two. But other than that, I got the Lakers. Okay, I didn't ask you for your finals prediction, but thanks for giving me it early. <laughs> um, Aaron. Uh, honestly, I'll think the, I think the Lakers are going to win this, um, uh, finals. I'm not talking, okay, that's the next question, who's going to win the finals, just tell me your reaction to the conference finals. My reaction? What we thought was going to happen, happened in the West. In the East, it was just whatever. I mean, it's not like anybody was watching Eastern Conference basketball anyway, but that's my reaction. Okay, well, all I got to say is that I called this all the way back in June when we gave... You called the Clippers what? too, though, right? Let me finish. Can I, can I finish? I said, because remember we had a topic, what player is going to have the most impact on taking their team to the finals? And I said Jimmy Butler of the Miami Heat. And what happened? Jimmy Butler took the Miami Heat to the finals. Bro, sit down. What do you mean sit down? Want a pat in the back? You called it in the second round. Unless you pull out the receipts, no one's going to There's the There's a post there on Instagram. By the way, guys, you guys should check out Instagram. What's the score? But you'll see the post there. Pull up the You also picked the Clippers. Don't forget that part. It was... Okay, guys. Check out our episode with Brandon Mascara. It's that episode right there where we talk about it. There were some really bad takes that day because Brandon can't... <laughs> He can't make predictions for his life. But I, I made some predictions that came to fruition. The only thing that didn't come to fruition was the Clippers. I thought the Clippers had the Lakers every which way, but it seemed like they couldn't even get over themselves, couldn't even get past the Nuggets, who I thought that shouldn't even made it past the Jazz in the first round, let alone being the Clippers. But, yeah, like Aaron said, what we knew was going to happen happened yeah, in the West. I I. I called I called the Lakers I called the Lakers winning in five. They won in five. I said the Heat were gonna win in seven. They won six, even better than my prediction. It was still a great series out in the East. Brings us to our next topic. Who will win the NBA finals? And these two idiots already answered the question. They said Lakers, but uh, um Give me, give me the. And you're gonna be the one idiot. Give me, give me the game. Give me, shut up, shut up. Give me the game where you have the Lakers winning. Um, my gut feeling telling me five, but uh, six or five, but I'm gonna go with five. I I'm gonna go with five or six, but it could if if the Heat win game one. I think the Lakers win in six and seven. But if the Lakers win game one, I think they close it out in five or six. But... I, like how, I like how you go five, six, or seven. Just At least Harold gave a definitive answer. Just say 
game six or game five or game yeah, seven. I'm, I can't make a prediction until I see game one because, to be honest, we don't know how these teams are going to match up. But th this is like, how these predictions work, Aaron. You give a prediction, and then you can change it based off shit, of what I you know. see. Five games. Okay, just like your prediction of the Clippers making the finals when you hadn't seen him play in a couple of – but here, I'm going to go make a throw-out prediction. I'm going to say Lakers in six just because I think experience is going to have nothing to do with this finals. Like, that's just me because it's the bubble. No crowd, no nothing. Experience will have nothing to do with this. It's the, This game, is to me, is basically the same game as they played last week except a different team. So I think I don't think experience will have anything to do with this. I think this is gonna come down to can Bam stop A D? No or Yes. It's gonna come down to Bam and A D. Or can LeBron take over the whole game? It's gonna be yep. those two topics. Okay, let, let me tell you guys. We have two Lakers fans up in this podcast. I forgot. Cause, uh, what? Aaron... We just have two people who know the Lakers are gonna win. Yeah, uh, okay. You guys have been on the Lakers all Aaron, season. You're not good at least. <laughs> I have the Heat going, winning in six, because Jimmy but Jimmy Butler ain't like LeBron. He ain't gonna go to no game seven. I like how you're sitting here. You, you're sitting here, and you act like LeBron hasn't gone up against Jimmy Butler before. No, he has. And he cooked him many times. Went over Jimmy Butler. He did. After yeah. I remember this vividly. Yes, it was on the Bulls. Like, Jimmy Butler is a good player, but there's something called generational talent. There's a difference between generational talent and... And there's something called coming out of the mud. Years. Talent every five years. I'm be honest with you, Jimmy... But I'm sick and tired of hearing this. Jimmy Butler is a great story. I'm happy for him. We're all happy for him. But going from homeless to the NBA doesn't automatically qualify you as being the person to take down LeBron James. Like that. No one's saying that. No one is saying that. You just said he came out from the mud like he was supposed to do something. Look at you. <laughs> I Okay, but did I say just because he came out the mud means that he's going to beat LeBron? No, I'm just saying you just facts. Said he's fixed, so you think he's going to beat LeBron. You, but, look at you. Oh my God, are you... I'm not going to say the word. L listen to what I'm actually saying. Don't stop with your little delusions. Stop trying to twist the media and stuff. Remember, I said, <laughs> I said he and six. I said Jimmy Butler came out the mud. Those were two different sentences. Those no, weren't cooperating each six. other. And everyone who's a basketball person knows Jimmy Butler is going to have to stop LeBron for them to win. So what you're basically saying by heat and six and came out of the mud, you're basically saying Jimmy Butler is going to have a huge impact in this series. Harold, am I wrong? Okay, okay. Cool. I mean, that's what I got from that let, let's go okay, by matchups. Let's let us go by matchups then. Who on the you think Rajon Rondo is gonna slow down Goran Dragic? He doesn't. I don't think he has Play to. Really. Dragic, Dragic, ain't no game. So let's not sit here and act like Dragic. I'm be I'm be honest with you. But the thing about that Trailblazers team, it was just Dame and CJ. It wasn't anybody else. When you look at this Heat team, they have depth to them. Here's the thing you're not getting. Here's the thing you're not getting. They've been through Dame, CJ, and Jamal Murray. You think Drogic and Tyler Hero are going to be like, give them a problem? Like, no disrespect to Drogic and Tyler Hero, but they've been through Dame, CJ, and Murray. Those but players 
are way better than Hero and Dragic. But think about the supporting cast that the Heat has. Okay. Is I would that that's it that's top that's a that, that's gonna be a topic for that's talk for later. Let's go let's go into another matchup. Topic for later. It's always a topic for later when you're done. That's what I just <laughs> Lord have mercy. Alright, just keep it going. Alright. Jimmy Butler versus LeBron. Yes, that is going to be a very tough matchup. I'm not saying Jimmy's gonna stop him or That's anything. Matchup for who? For Jimmy. For Jimmy. <laughs> okay. okay. What? Just making sure we're on the same page. Go All ahead, right. keep going. And then you have Bam Adebayo on AD. But that leaves who? Who's gonna guard? Um, what you call it? Um, Javale, Javale McGee or Dwight Howard? Myers Leonard. So Myers Leonard. Okay, you guys gotta remember. I don't think this whole entire Eastern Conference Finals. I don't think even against um that Bucks team, he didn't play that much. So you think well, they're gonna? Here's the thing: is he? We're finally gonna get. We're finally gonna get that. Uh, what do you call it? We're finally gonna get that Leonard James matchup you finally wanted. You remember that one? <laughs> finally gonna get that. You don't think? <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I'm look. I'm looking at the five Myers Leonard. Like I, I don't. Jay Crowder. I don't. I don't know. Like if they have anyone to stop Here's the Lakers thing. five. The Heat have only you one. You're making win. our point right now, right? The Heat only have one way to win this, and that's with the three ball. They have to shoot yeah. lights out, and they can do it too. Yeah. In, inside, they're not winning anything. They're not winning anything on the inside. Not with Dwight. Well, Bam might be able to get some on AD, but I don't think he's gone up against anybody like AD. Yeah, no, most definitely not. But you saw what they were able to do Giannis, and Giannis is far better than AD is. But that's the thing. Giannis okay, but- can't pull up from three. AD yeah, can. AD's a better overall shooter than Giannis. That's the thing so people don't realize. Like you can, you can't form a wall on AD. He'll pull up over you. Giannis, you don't yeah. have that threat. Bam's gonna have to come out and guard AD. And that and Giannis, didn't, Giannis didn't have a LeBron to kick it out. Yeah, so he could drive in or anything like that. When you have to it's worry, maybe. when you have to worry against someone's three-point shooting, it gets you thinking, and you bite on a lot of stuff, and you. You might even play back if you really want to test them. But I don't think this matchup, I think Bam's going to have to, like, play the best basketball he's ever played in his career, and I still think it won't be enough. But okay, I could be wrong. That, that's, that's fair. And then who else do we have? Um, trying to think who, who. Tyler Hero, Caldwell Pope. Yeah, but Tyler Hero, he comes off the bench. It's Drogic, Butler, who else? Bam. Jay Crowder. Jay Crowder can shoot. He can shoot. But I think the Lakers just have too much, like... But the thing is, I don't think... Okay, you know what? That was that that topic. Who will win the NBA Finals? Let's go to the next topic, which looks like we're getting to it, or we kind of discussed it. What player is going to be the most important to their team winning the chip? Now, we already did this topic before. What player is going to have the most impact on getting their team to the finals? 
my predictions were Jimmy Butler and LeBron James. I was 100% correct. Aaron's predictions was AD and... Didn't did I not say no, no. LeBron? Aaron said it was LeBron, and, and he said it was no. Aaron, I no. Aaron, Are you? Wrong. I'm telling you right now. No, you're wrong. I know exactly. No, no, no. How about you listen? Oh my god! Oh my god! Just listen to me. Listen, listen. I'm not. How can I change it? Just okay. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a liar on screen. <laughs> Listen, no, no, listen, li- just listen. Just... Telling, I'm, I'm <laughs> I know, I know. You're getting no, you're, <laughs> you're getting confused. I know exactly what you guys are referring to, and let me clarify. So we had this topic all the way back in June with the episode with Brandon Mascara. You guys can check out that episode. And the question was, what player will have the most impact on taking their team to the finals? I picked LeBron James and Jimmy Butler. Aaron picked Anthony Davis and Giannis Antetokounmpo. Harold picked Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid because he couldn't pick one player. He had to pick both. They got swept in the first I, round. Can I just say something? Can I just say something? That, for the I last, don't believe that for the last, question on that. For the last two months, Izzy has been calling me, talking about, I told you about Yes, Izzy. yes. Yes. Can, can, no, no, the thing is, I'm not done talking. So let me finish, and then you, All and right. then, and Harold picked Kawhi Leonard, and yeah, and we already said Benson and Joel Embiid. So that was that topic right there. And then I forgot when it was, but later in the show, we talked about who's gonna who's gonna be the key player on that Lakers team to t- for that team to make it to the finals. I said AD, Aaron said LeBron James. So that's where the confusion comes in. You guys can look at the tapes. There's posts made in July. The episode was in June. And we've we've had episodes about it too, about me saying AD and him saying LeBron. But that's key players. I was saying what I just brought up right now was most impact. So get you guys' facts straight, okay? Don't don't call me no liar. Say something. Technically... AD and LeBron, even if you flip-flopped or picked either one, you were technically half right. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm not, I wasn't saying that you were wrong. I just said my predictions was correct. Okay. You didn't have to, you didn't have to try to call me a liar. I, I don't appreciate that. <laughs> All right, so now let's answer the question. What player is going to be the most important to their team winning the chip? Harold, I'll give you first dibs this time since y- your picks haven't been going good so far. I, since the person who didn't get the... Okay, never mind. I'm not going to go there. <laughs> I'll listen, I'm saying LeBron. I think LeBron's going to go off in this series. I think Bam and AD is going to be a like a back-and-forth matchup. So, I mean, and I don't think AD is going to be able to get anything he wants on Bam. Bam's a really good defender. So, I think that's going to go back-and-forth. And overall, I think LeBron has faced tougher in the past besides Jimmy Butler. KD, you know, he put up some crazy points on KD the last time they played in the finals, so I think overall LeBron is going to be able to have his way a little better against Jimmy Butler. Um, well, this question, I'm going to answer it for both teams. For the Heat, I definitely think Bam's going to have the most success if they do end up winning, but on the Lakers, I think I'm going to, I might have to go with hmm, something's telling me AD, but I'm just going to go with LeBron as a safe pick. 
Because as you said, LeBron's been up against tougher competition, but at the same time, that's when he was younger. So as of right now, he's I you could definitely see he's lost a step. But I still think just his passing, his vision, and the man's actually been playing defense since the bubble. I mean, he wants it. You can tell hey, when it's winning time, you can tell he wants to play defense. Yeah, you yeah. saw it when he chucked up on Jamal Murray. That's that's the LeBron that everyone wanted to see during those Clippers games, but I guess he saved it for the most important time. Yeah, you gotta save it for when it matters most. Because at the end of the day, what are people gonna be saying? Who who won at the end of the day? I mean. Okay, well, I'll say I'll say my picks once again. I am going to go with Jimmy Butler, and since Aaron wants to do both teams, I'll go with AD. Because I like I've been trying to explain to Aaron. For these this these past couple months in the bubble, when AD performs and it's proven, me and Harold have told it told it to him. When AD performs at the level that he needs to perform, the Lakers win. Explain how the Lakers won when AD had ten points. What game was it? Exactly, he didn't perform. They won the game. What was that like one or two games? You see, now you're changing the story, bro. How's that changing the story? Oh, no. I. I no, said, listen to me. Listen to me. Your your statement has such like such what in it. Obviously, if he performs, they're gonna do well. Like you don't need to be a psychic to come up with that statement. That's like saying if CJ McCollum performs, the Blazers are gonna win. Uh no, duh. Like that statement has such leeway that it's, it's almost it's, not it's, It seems like you're, you're getting mad. It seems like you're getting mad. That's true. That statement has such leeway that it's so dumb. Hey, you saw that Israel Adesanya fight, right? Stay, stay, yeah, sal- stay, stay salty, Bay. You remember that at the end? What are you talking about, <laughs> Aaron? It's so like it's okay to be wrong we'll sometimes. That's what you get. Don't bring up UFC. Go sit in the corner, <laughs> Mister Jorge Masvidal. Street Jesus is gonna dominate Kamaru Usman. <laughs> Don't bring up UFC. Okay, now we kind of, Aaron kind of mentioned it. I'm glad he didn't really go over the top on it because I wanted to save it for later. But will the bubble have an, an effect on the winner, Aaron? Since you already talked about it a little, do you want to expand on what you're saying? Yeah, I say yes because I, I think the crowd is definitely a game changer when it comes to playoffs. And I think that's when you can truly see who's been there and who hasn't that's when experience comes out and i just think when we're going to be watching this game the only difference from this game and the games they played last week is if they lose this series it determines who like the nba championship is like basically what i'm saying is it's almost as if it's the same game with a different title you can see like it's just the bubble that's what i mean like i don't think experience is really gonna like play as big as it usually does in like the old games but i'm excited for this finals for sure i understand what you're saying but i'm gonna say no only because i think even if there were fans it like i think the lakers are gonna win regardless of if they're that, that's not what i'm trying enough. to say that no but that's why that's the way i'm thinking about it in the like uh, if, if you're talking about like the impact that's gonna have on the game like i'm thinking about who's actually gonna win these games no matter what 
So I feel like oh, they might, teams might go on certain runs if there was a crowd involved because like they're getting more hyped up or whatever. But in terms of like the overall winner, I don't think it's gonna have an impact. I think honestly, I think the Lakers are gonna win what, regardless of fans. Basically, what I'm saying is, I'm saying like even from the beginning of round one, I think we would have seen a lot more different games if the fans were involved. So, oh, so are you saying that because you don't think? Donovan Mitchell would have dropped two 50-point games in that first-round series if they were in Denver he, he or in Utah. It, but I'm, I'm just – he may have done it, but I'm just saying the crowd could – the crowd could definitely, definitely throw people off and hype up other people. So – and that's when experience comes in. That's basically what I'm just trying to say. I'm trying to say this series won't – experience doesn't matter in this series. I think we're going to see this series as who's the better team, plain and simple. Yeah, and that really goes into why I think the Heat are going to win this finals because this Heat team is so inexperienced. They're so inexperienced. They don't. They basically have zero to none playoff experience. You have Jimmy Butler, who I don't think he's ever made it past the first round till this season, and then you have Andre Iguodala, who's a three-time champ, and Dre Dre Crowder, who hasn't that much playoff um, wins himself. And you have Giannis Haslam on the on the bench who he doesn't really play anymore. He might become a coach next season, but he's about to go. He he's about to be in a final for the third straight decade. So that tells you the long, longevity of his career. But yeah, Aaron really it plays into what I've been saying, like about the heat, the experience. There's gonna be no fans not having to go to Staples Center to deal with that huge crowd not having to go across the country you're just in a bubble like you don't have a week to a couple weeks to prepare for the finals like you guys are doing it like days later after you just beat the celtics and then the games are every other day from then on out because there's no traveling there's really like nothing to impede you guys from having a straight up series so now that they because both teams have been in the bubble for months now They've been acclimated to it. Now, they, some people have family members there to keep them company and to do other stuff. But uh, honestly, I think that this bubble was the best thing for the Heat. Exactly. Because think about it. Think about it. Think about having to go to Milwaukee and play in front of those crowds. Or think about having to go to Bo- Boston. Boston. To play against those Celtics teams, I I don't see them coming back from those deficits that they did in the Celtics series if there's a fan base there. But now it's just them playing. Now you have straight up players, straight up shooters. You have people who just want to play basketball. They don't care about the distractions, nothing. This is the perfect environment for Jimmy Butler. This is what he's been about. And now you look at the Lakers team. They feed off of energy, to be honest. Like, you see it. That's why their bench gets so hyped up all the time because they need energy until now the bench has stepped up to create that energy for the team. They've seen it with all other teams. Even the Heat does as well. But the Lakers, they're really – they need the stable center crowd to do great. You've seen it in the regular season as well. Even with Kobe's team or Magic Johnson's Lakers teams, the crowds give that team a boost because it's the Lake show. This – this is honestly just the perfect formula for the Heat to win this year's finals. I think all that. Well, I think all what you said is true up until it matters. 
So, like, because at the end of the day, you have to realize these guys are playing for a championship now. And I think everyone, everyone obviously knows what's on the line when you're playing for a championship. So in these last few minutes, that's going to be on your mind. Like, this game is for a championship. And that's, you know, so like Aaron was saying before, he's saying, oh, like, it's not going to be as much of a difference with the experience. Experience doesn't matter as much. I think it does when it comes down to, like, that late, late fourth quarter area where it's like, okay, there's two minutes left and it's a tie game. Who's really going to step up? And that's why I think the Lakers are going to win because they have LeBron and they have AD. Not AD hasn't been in those situations before, but LeBron has. And LeBron has shown to rise but in those situations. If we're really talking about experience, I mean, Jimmy Butler, Jimmy Butler has been clutch. The man is clutch. Tyler Hero is clutch. Goran Dragic can be clutch. Like the Bam Adebayo, clutch. Duncan Robinson, he will make that three in the clutch moment. Do we really know that? But keep moving. But that t- that Heat team is dangerous. I'm only saying the Lakers. I really want the Lakers to do it for Kobe and his daughter. Oh, that brings up this point. Tell me, you guys, quickly, what you guys think about this? It's reported that the Lakers will bring out the Mamba jerseys if the series goes to Game Seven. What is that? For all four games. What is that exactly? So, what does that Make tell you about? What, what does that tell you about their mentality about? This final I, series, the Lakers definitely. If that if if that's the case, they think that they're gonna beat them without those jerseys, obviously. But I just feel like they should wear it. Like I should, they, I think they should wear it all four games. I think they're like I don't want to speak for every player because obviously, like we are talking about Kobe, but we still have to look at this as like not every player was that emotionally invested in Kobe as like LeBron James was. Like we know, like he definitely. It definitely emotionally hit him more than, I'd honestly say, all three of us, a lot more people. So I think. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah, we did, we all did not know him at all. I barely even saw him play. I. They were, they were almost rivals going at each other. So yeah, most definitely. So I think that the meaning of that would definitely pump up LeBron a lot more than other players. So I think. When it comes to that sort of situation where they want to do it for someone else, I think in terms of mentality and like when, like who wants it more, I think whoever like know you Kobe like that and if they really want to do it for him, I think at this point LeBron wants it more. He wants it more than everybody out there. I'm going to just go out and say it. I can smell it. We will see. So that brings us to our next topic. Um, no, Here, I'll, I'll, I'll ask the question, and you guys tell me if you want to name one player or multiple players or a uh, player from each team. So what role players are going to step up in these finals? So what do you guys want to do? A player, just one player, or a player from each team, or just who you guys in I general think? Two players from each team who I know are going to step up. All right, here, I, how about you do one player from each team, and then we'll, we'll all do that too. All right. The player from the Lakers, I think, is going to step up completely. I don't know if y'all want to call him a role player or a starter, but I think Dwight Howard knows he, he has he's, so much he, He's a starter, so I really – Harold, will you put him up there as a role player? I put him as a starter. Well, I mean, he, okay, he, you can be a starter player. and still be a role player. Okay, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to go so with I, Dwight. I, 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 can think, I can say Dwight can be there. With everything that's happened, I think he knows, like – and with this, with his matchup personally, I I honestly don't even like people are talking about Bam and all this, but I'm telling you, Bam has not 
Bam hasn't gone up against dudes like Dwight and AD. He, yeah. He's really has That's very true. He, like, Dwight is so strong. I've seen it this year. I didn't even know he was that strong. Like, I y'all must have forgot because I forgot. When I saw that man getting rebounds like that and completely dominating other people, I thought it was 2008. Like, this dude, you can tell he wants it. Like, he was talking out there. I haven't seen oh, yeah, Dwight get talk. Your head. Yeah, I haven't seen Dwight talking ever. Ever. This man, I think he's going to step up. And I'm talking about 10 rebounds by halftime. Damn. All right, give me, give me your heat player. Give me your heat player. Heat player? This one's hard because that team has so many weapons. I think... I honestly, I I'm just gonna go with Duncan Robinson or Tyler Hero just because. Uh, you, you gotta pick one. You can't you can't pull a Hero to mix up All two right. players. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Tyler Hero just because he has more to his arsenal. He can drive in. He can play defense. He can shoot the three ball. Tyler Hero is about it, but I just think him like, I I don't I think he's gonna have like spurts. Like he's gonna do good in like some games, but some games he's gonna be completely non-existent. That's just the way I see it. Hmm. So Tyler right. here on the Heat, Dwight Howard on the Lakers. All right. So my Lakers player, I'm going to say uh, Rajon Rondo. I think Rondo's been having a playoff Rondo we're talking about. Rondo. Yeah, no, we're talking about Rondo here. I think Rondo's been having a great playoff series, and I think he's going to take it up to another level in the finals. Again, his basketball IQ is up there with LeBron, so he's definitely going to be making a lot of the right plays, whether it be, you know, getting some – clutch steals or getting some nice, you know, layups or even making three that apparently he can do that now. So, Rondo Hey, this is playoff Rondo we're talking about. Exactly, it's playoff Rondo. So he's going to be, again, he's going to be out there facilitating and he can get LeBron involved. He gets AD, he gets everybody involved. So I got the, uh, he's my Lakers player. And I also agree with Aaron on the Miami pick. I think Tyler Hero, Tyler Hero throughout these playoffs has shown he's not afraid to take big shots and big moments. He's made some crazy shots in the Milwaukee. He did in regular he's, season, too. It's nothing oh, yeah, new for him. Yeah, nothing new for him. Okay, he's made crazy. He's made some clutch, clutch shots when playing the Bucks. made some clutch shots when playing the Celtics. I think he's going to continue that. So, uh, Tyler Hero is my guy for the Heat. All right, so for the Lakers, this is going to be a stretch because this is someone who hasn't really performed. But if they do perform, like how everyone's been wanting him to, it'll be tremendous for the Lakers in the finals. It's going to be Kyle oh, Kuzma. Oh, oh. No. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, Kyle Kuzma, he's really had an up-and-down season. And that's really not his fault because it's the type of player he is. He's not a spot-up shooter. He's not a great defender. He's a guy who, he's a microwave player. He heats up with the more touches he gets. And unfortunately, playing with LeBron and AD, he's not going to get all the touches that he needs to perform that he is. But he's shown it in some moments. He'll make those shots for the Lakers. So that's what he needs to do. I feel like he needs to focus on his role on the team. Find out, like, okay, this is my role. I have to be a spot shooter for LeBron because he's going to drive in and kick it out to me. I need him to hit those shots. He can't be bricking the whole game. He can't have Alex Caruso scoring more points than him in the finals because that's going to be embarrassing. And then flip it to the Heat side. I have someone who's a finals MVP and 
was a LeBron stopper and potentially can still be a LeBron stopper and Andre Iguodala. Uh, <laughs> as as Max uh, Kellerman said, with, with the fate on the universe on the line, stop, alien no, beyond the earth. No one in their right mind actually believes that. So, I know, I know. Okay, but okay, I'm going to talk about quickly about that about that backstory. So Max Kellerman was asked whether he'd have Steph Curry or Andre Godala to take a game-winning shot know, in the finals. The, the, the next day, the next day, though, the next day, though, Andre Godala hit a game-winning three for the Warriors. That's all I'm going to say. I, 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 don't believe, I don't believe his pick, but yeah. Uh, that's, that's my pick for a role player that has to step up for the Heat. Because he has so much knowledge on LeBron. They played, like, what, like five finals against each other? five or six and he's been the six finals he's had a lot of playoff experience he's been on veteran on the Warriors team he was an all-star on that Sixers team when he played for them he has so much experience for that heat team to absorb just like how Udonis Haslam has for them but he can actually still play on the court and still make an impact he's still a great defensive player I want to see how uh, Coach Eric Spolstra is going to throw him up in the lineups against, or who's he going to guard? Is he going to be guarding LeBron? Is he going to be up against AD potentially? I don't I don't know, but he, for for me, he's one of the role players for the Heat that's going to have to step up. Um, but going back to the uh, Kuzma thing, I just want to say Danny Green should not be starting. No, he should not. I still don't know why Danny to this day play. why he starts. The only reason I can fathom why he starts for the Lakers is because he's good defensively. He's better than mo most of the other Lakers players. Yeah, but also, uh, uh, here, let me say this. Also, I think they're having him start because they want Kuzma to make firepower off the bench. And also, Kuzma cannot play defense. Like, did yeah. you see Yeah, he got cooked. He got cooked by Michael Porter. How do you get Michael Porter Jr. saw him and saw barbecue chicken. That that's what happened. Shot. He didn't even get barbecue chicken. He got faked out with the same shot four times. How do you get? How do you jump on the same shot on the same exact spot? How do you jump on different occasions? Like I know it's basketball. I know it's a mental thing. But me personally, what I only jump once, and you can ask anyone who plays with me. Okay, buddy. And after I jump once, I don't jump. You're not again. playing. You're not playing against Michael Porter Jr. <laughs> but still, like how you jump four times. Okay, let, I let, mean, let's. To your point, I kind of understand what you're saying. Like, but at the same time, this is Michael Porter Jr. We're talking about, and like, like you're saying, you're gonna adjust defensively. He's obviously gonna adjust offensively. So if you stop, like, if two of those next two shots he takes. You don't jump on him. He's just gonna pull up the next time. Like he won't pump fake. So, dude, it's you all about it. Literally didn't watch what I so was watching. So that yeah, that kind of wraps up our finals preview. Uh, we're really excited about. At least I am. I want to see what this Heat team does. Honestly, I, I'm gonna say this right now. If the Heat won Game One, it's Lakers and five. That's all I have to say. If the Heat win Game One, it's Lakers and five. <laughs> Let's switch over to uh, some football talk real quick before we end the episode. Harold, uh, let's start. Let's start this topic off with you. Will Lamar Jackson ever beat Patrick Mahomes? Uh, 
Yes, he will be Patrick Mahomes eventually. I don't know when it's going to happen. Again, I don't want to take anything from Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback we've ever seen right now, I feel like, anyway. He's doing some crazy stuff, and he has a crazy offense around him, which I don't think gets is nearly as much talked about as it should be. He has some crazy weapons around him and a crazy offensive mind to head coach. So that's a tough team to beat. I, that's a tough team to beat for anybody. But I think, you know, the Ravens have the the pieces and the ability to get it done. Lamar, in the game they just played, he wasn't very good. And he's going to have to play a whole lot better than that to beat Lamar I and mean, to beat Patrick Mahomes, period. That's not even just in a playoff game. That's in a regular season. He's going to have to play a lot better. But also he's going to need his teammates to step up. Because when I was watching that game, there were a lot of mistakes, whether it be penalties or there were some drop passes, like the drop by the tight end in the end zone. There are a lot of things that you just can't have happen. You can't afford to make mistakes like that when you're playing the Chiefs. So I think eventually he'll get, you know, win over Patrick Mahomes, but Lord knows when. Um, I think for – well, we keep asking when will Lamar Jackson – the question is when will the defense stop Patrick Mahomes? Because at this point, it's going to come down to if Ravens defense can stop um, Patrick Mahomes. Because if it comes down to a shootout, you're not beating the Chiefs in a shootout. Let me talk about the Ravens defense real quick. Patrick Queen was a great pickup for them. I kind of feel bad for him because he, Patrick Mahomes was was messing around with him. <laughs> he was messing around like he was in his new toy. <laughs> but there's not really nothing you can do as a rookie linebacker against one of the best quarterbacks in the league. But basically, one of the looking at looking at the DB side, Marcus Peters got cooked. He got cooked that game. He well, got cooked by Miko Hardman. He got cooked by Sammy Watkins and. Whoever they put out, Marcus Peters, they was cooking him. And that... But here's the thing. The Chiefs basically, in my opinion, have so many number one receivers. Like, the fact that Richard Sherman got cooked by Sammy Watkins, people want to always say Sammy Watkins is this, Sammy Watkins is that, but then go ahead and say Sammy Watkins cooked this person and this person. Let's just give credit to the receivers for once. The receivers are good. Yeah, we're not taking anything away from the receivers. I don't know who you're talking to. They cooked Marcus Peters like Marcus Peters is trash. Yeah, no, you're picking because he is. Like He's Marcus a bum. Br- He's a idiot. bum. You're an idiot. You're an idiot. He's a bum. Debo as a rookie okay, listen. on the Niners cooked him. Listen, Took the, his candy. The Ravens, defense, the, Ra- the Ravens defense overall didn't play well. I feel like there are only going to be a certain number of teams, period, in the future that could stop Patrick Mahomes. Number one, you can't blitz him nearly as often as you'd like to. That goes for any team. That's why I think the Niners overall had such a successful three quarters against Patrick Mahomes because they were able to get pressure on him without sending blitzes. When you have four down linemen that can get to the quarterback without needing extra rushes to get in there, you can leave other people back to cover for longer. The Ravens didn't do that. The Ravens blitzed I don't know how many times, and God knows every time that shit didn't work. So you can't blitz this dude. You're going to have to sit back and you're going to have to play coverage, but you're also going to have to get pressure on him somehow. So until a team has the right formula, again, that's why I like the Niners' chances whenever – well, I'm not going to say I like them whenever, but, like, I like their chances more than a lot of other teams because of that front four pressure that they can apply. Yeah, because the Niners are just built different. But uh, l- let's talk about – yeah, Lamar Jackson. I love Lamar Jackson. I think he's a great quarterback, but my whole thing has been about – he hasn't been able to perform in the playoffs. And Monday night, that was a playoff game. And he did no, not it perform. It was week three. 
What are you talking you about? You really don't think these two teams are going to meet each other in the playoffs? There's a difference between, there's a difference between, hey, this is Monday Night Football Week 3, and this is the game that decides who goes to the Super Bowl. There's a huge difference between that. Okay. One, one quarterback, one quarter, one quarterback took offense to the NFL's top 100, and another was like, oh, I'm number one. Oh, yeah. If Patrick Mahomes takes offense to the list last year, he's an idiot. Everyone knows Lamar Jackson was a better regular season quarterback last year. He has no... There's no way he Patrick can take Mahomes offense last year. With a guy like Patrick Mahomes, do you really want to give him fuel to be mad? Fuel? Why is he even mad? He wasn't going to win the MVP. Even if he played all the games. Okay. But yeah, to answer the question, um, no. I don't think Lamar Jackson will ever beat Patrick Mahomes. And I will say that with a straight face. Is he? Is he? You're telling me two people who play in the same conference yeah, and they no, both Lamar have like Jackson 10 is like years 22, ahead of them. Lamar Jackson is like 22 and Patrick Mahomes is like 23, 24 years old. You're, you're telling, telling me. It, it, uh, like, you know, pray, knock on wood, there's no injury. You're t- if these dudes play for the next 10 years, like, and that's not even like, that's not even as long as they could play. Realistically, they could play like 15 to 20 years. Oh, okay. I'm 20? Like, like 15 years. That's why I said it's 20. 15 years. They can play for 15 years, and you're telling me he's not going to beat them once? You're on drugs. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Hey, it's called being someone's father, okay? That, that, that's what it's called. You saw the picture uh, that, that they announced with um, his wife being pregnant. That that picture right there, that... that, that Who's wife? That was of Lamar Jackson, that picture right there. Patrick Mahomes doesn't have... They married? Yes. They're they they're engaged. Like, They've right been engaged. The okay, they're engaged. Right after, and they have a kid now. Oh, wow. Okay, uh, we're getting off topic. Next topic. Can the Niners recover from their injuries? Yeah, I'm going to give it to Aaron just because he doesn't care for the Niners. Yes, they're going to recover. I mean, any team can recover from these types of injuries. But the question is, are they going to be the same on the way back? That's the only question I have. I mean, at the beginning of the year, we were all saying Niners are the favorites. But as the year slowly goes by, I I think with the without like the whole crowd and everything, I think the Niners, I don't think the Niners' defense is as dangerous as we thought they were. That 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 crowd, you could tell in the in the Packers games and in all the other games, that crowd was definitely at least 30%. That wasn't just crowd. The Packers got turned around and spanked. Oh, Harold, you have to give credit due to that Niners crowd. The Niners faithful are something different when they decide to show up to games. But I'm saying, saying, no matter how you slice that, the Packers are going to get spanked. That's all I'm going to say. Well, okay, okay. Just Aaron, just stay on on topic. one One more point. Same thing goes to this Monday Night Football game. If the Superdome was full, I don't think the Packers would have gotten out there with a win. That's just me. I don't think they would have gotten out there with a win. Okay. Okay. Harold. Um, I think they will recover, and I think we're talking about recovery in terms of like, can they do? Can they still have a great season like we think, or like we thought they were going to at the beginning of this? I think they still can. Again, with all the injuries we've had. I mean, granted, we've only played the Jets and the Giants, which are two of the worst teams in the NFL. 
But I think we played solid enough to keep things going. Again, if we lost one of these two games or both of these games, we'd be in a lot worse of a situation. But I think eventually we're going to have everyone come back. They're going to be able to click. And, you know, I still have them as at least a wild card team, granted the injuries. But this this is still a team that can make a deep playoff run, I feel like, if everyone comes back and is healthy. The defense, to Aaron's point, they're, you know, defense, their defense is relying a lot on the crowd, you know, getting that hype from them. But again, the Niners play style of defense where – the Niners play style of defense where it's stop the run, so teams aren't going to be able to run on you, and you're going to have to get pass rush, so quarterbacks aren't going to have a lot of time to throw. And offensively, they run the ball. So you're going to keep the ball out of great quarterback hands, whether you're playing Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, Kyler Murray, whoever it is. Again, we're going to have to play a little bit better against Kyler Murray, great quarterback. I mean, shit, this season he is. Can I just ask a question? Can I just say something? How are we sure that the 49ers and all these teams are as legit as we say they are? We said the Cardinals were a good team. Then they turn around and lose to the Lions. Are we sure these teams are as legit as we say they are? I mean, the Niners went, what, 13-3 last year? I think that's pretty That's good. last year, though. I'm not trying to take anything away from them. But okay, yeah. Is- I well, The Niners, these – these injuries, uh, they kind of scare me as a Niners fan because you think about what kind of injuries they're getting. Jimmy G, spread ankle, um, Mostert, knee injury, Coleman, knee injury, uh, Kittle, I think it's ankle and knee, Jordan Reed, an- ankle and knee. These are type of things that even though you can come back for them, you're not going to play the same in the same season as anyone knows who's sprained their ankle or has had a knee injury. You're going to feel it for the rest of the season. You're not going to be 100%. And no, you ask any NFL player, they're never 100%. But having an ankle or knee injury during the season, it's going to hurt you no matter what. And also losing Joey Bosa and Solomon Thomas to ACL injuries, that that's a huge blow to the D-line. I saw Joey Bosa as a potential defensive, defensive player of the year. So it, it, the D line is not going to be. And I thought you was a bandwagon because Joey Bosa don't play for your team. <laughs> Nick Bosa. Sick. Sorry. Um, I have a Chargers podcast. I've been talking about Joey Bosa a lot. Um, you guys should check it out. It's called Believe in the Chargers. But um, it's it's with Lorenzo Neal. He, he um, greatest fullback of all time, should be in the Hall of Fame. I but, believe uh, in the Lions more than I believe in the Chargers. Let me that, that out that's right just now. the name. That's just the name. <laughs> that's just the name of it. Right. But yeah, Nick Bosa. Yeah, with his um, ACL. Yeah, it's they're taking big shots. And then you look at the DBs. We're on our fourth and like fifth string DBs. Jason Brett, he's a stud. But who? Harold, who's the other Did guy? You say he's a stud. Who? Yeah, Jason Brett. Excuse me. Yeah, Jason who, Brett hasn't been good since he played on the Chargers, so you could forget about that. Who's the other guy, Harold? Quan uh, Williams. No, not Quan. Was it Quan Williams? It wasn't because Emmanuel's hurt. Yeah, no, Emmanuel, he just got hurt though. He has a concussion. It was Quan Williams. I don't think Quan Williams was really that bad, but it was one of our other corners who played horrible. Like he was, Danny Dimes was targeting him. That's how bad he was playing. But uh. But yeah, I honestly, I'm just scared how this Niners team is going to look later in the season. Good thing that it's early in the season, but we'll see what happens to them later in oh, the are season. You about no, but uh, don't don't worry about it. Let's go to our last topic of the day. 
pretty quick and easy one. Um, should have some cool answers. Who's your MVP right now? Aaron. NFL or NBA? <laughs> Guys, what? it was a joke. All right. But my MVP right now, can we just give out our top three? Nope. Answer the question. Right. Uh, my top three for MVP is this. All right, Harold. Harold, who's your MVP right now? <laughs> All right, Harold, don't talk. Izzy. Harold, Harold, just say it. Just... I'll let you guys. I'll let you guys. All right, thank you. My top three in this order. Who's your? Just saying. It's. I don't know what's so hard with you two. Okay. You guys. It's always like just name one player. You guys name two or three. Or it's really not that hard to answer the question. I mean, it's week three. Like, yeah, that's that's my point. That's my point. Right now, who's your MVP? Right now, it could obviously change at the later in the season. Can be completely wrong. It's not hard to answer the question. It's not hard to sit back and figure out. <laughs> <laughs> okay well good thing we didn't hear Aaron guys because I don't know what all that was so I, I'll say it I predicted Russell Wilson being getting MVP this year and I'll say it again Russell Wilson is this year's MVP no doubt about it Harold uh, you know I picked Patrick Mahomes but I think for Patrick Mahomes standards he has it I'm not going to say he hasn't played up to par again he just did destroy the Ravens but I think Izzy's right on this one for once. Uh, for once, falling out right now. Russell Wilson is playing on another level. You mean always? At this point, okay, get the hell out of here. At this point, I have to concede Russell Wilson is for right now the MVP. All right, can I just ask a question? All these Russell Wilson fans talking about been playing like this. He has not been playing like this. I've He's never Russell had to play like this. Exactly. So I've watched Russell Wilson yet. since he came in the league. He's definitely improved. He's improved dramatically, but I can still see this flipping from him. He hasn't ran away with the take yet. Yeah, I no one's saying that he's run away with it, it yet. Patrick I mean, Mahomes is gonna have something to say about that. You hear the way you're sounding? That's a little the MVP. Stop talking. Literally, we don't. Izzy, we, we get don't it. You you're salty. Anything. Izzy, we don't owe you anything. You predicted the person who got second place votes last year would get first place. You, we don't owe you anything. Now, if you would have predicted Josh Allen, we would have owed you something. But you predicted Russell Wilson. We don't owe you anything. Okay? You sound, You just sound salty. But uh, No, I'm speaking just, facts. Why don't you wrap up? Why don't you wrap up? All right, I'll wrap up with this last day. Watch out for Josh Allen. And can I just say one more thing? I, I know there was a I know there was a blown call before that the interception Graham got, but referees, referees, you lost me a fantasy game. Don't call. <laughs> no one cares. That didn't happen on fourth and goal. No one cares. Wait, which game are you talking about? The Bills it, it... versus the Rams. Oh, there were two know. blown calls, and one of them happened in red zone. Fourth and goal, a passing interference that wasn't a passing interference. Like, the Ram I know the Rams got what they had coming to them with the whole thing. The refs need to chill out. They can't be Okay, we get it. You suck at fantasy. All right, thank you for everyone catching this episode. Make sure to catch our next episode. Goodbye.